the Lax Factor Podcast. What is up, College Across fans? You are watching the 153rd episode of the Lax Factor Podcast. This is going to be a short one because I want to talk about the Duke-Virginia game from last night. It was a hell of a game. Before I get into that, be sure to like and subscribe, share this video with your friends, and go to laxfactor.com if you want to support us by buying swag. And let's get right into this here. Duke and Virginia, they played yet another instant classic within the ACC conference play tonight. This game went back and forth from the opening faceoff right on through to the end of the contest. UVA would jump out to an early lead in this one after the two teams exchanged goals. Bertrand and Schellenberger each tallied goals about 45 seconds apart to give UVA an early 3-1 lead. Duke would tie things back up thanks to Joe Robertson and Aiden Denenza, and Duke would turn that two-goal run into a five-goal run that saw Brennan O'Neill give Duke a 6-3 lead. But not to be outdone, UVA, they'd outscore the Blue Devils 4-1 over the game's next five goals and not things up at sevens off a Dox Aiken goal assisted by Jeff Connor. And I, I just want to say it's great to see Dox Aiken back and playing well. UVA took a one-goal lead into the fourth quarter and then extended that lead to 12-10 to open the fourth, seeing Matt Moore stick one unassisted. Duke would need three unanswered goals to eventually tie and win this game, and they got them, starting with Brendan O'Neill getting Duke back to within a goal. Garrett Ledman would tie things up at just 145 remaining in the game, and then we, we go to overtime here. And then in overtime, it's Mr. Hero himself, Joe Robertson, that buries the game winner on an alley dodge up the right side of the field, and Duke wins yet another thrilling OT contest. Now, keys to this game. If I'm being totally honest and upfront, I think that UVA had enough chances, and UVA, if they played just a little bit better, probably could have and should have won this game. PD LaSala, that was a big key, was the possession battle. PD LaSala going up against Jake Naso. Naso, best faceoff percentage in the ACC leading into this game, and LaSala handled his business at the dot. Kid came in and won 18 of 27 draws against Naso and scored a goal. Scored a goal. He didn't just win a bulk of the draws, but he also scored a goal. He took five shots in the game. None of those shots, I think only one or two of them ended up giving the ball back to Duke. So in terms of just his efficiency at the faceoff dot and scoring, he had a hell of a game. Now, Matt Moore hurt UVA in this game. And you're going to live and die by, by Matt Moore. So you're going to be willing to take your chances with him, give him the volume of shots that he requires. But he ends up taking 12 shots on the day, I think was his tally, and zero assists. So he scores two goals off 12 shots, has like a 17% shooting percentage, and had no dishes. Now, like I said, again, you're willing to live and die by him. He scores two more goals or two more of those shots. He's at 33%, and you end up being happy with that. Or actually, no, he would have been at 25% at that point, and you would have still been happy. No, it would have been 33. I'm bad at math. But anyway, you'd still be happy with that if he put up three or four goals off those 12 shots. He doesn't. He scores one more. You know, and, and it's a different ball game and things look differently. But I think JT Giles Harris did an excellent job covering Moore. He did an excellent job on forcing most of Moore's looks to all be, uh, uh, you know, contested on his hands, covered. I think that if Moore had done a little bit better of playing within the, the flow of the game, not forcing some of those shots, I think he ends up scoring two more goals, probably off ball alone, giving other guys a chance to dodge. So I didn't like that. But again, you're willing to give him those shots. He's one of the best attackmen in the country. Country. Road for, for UVA, he played tough and cage. He did a great job. 16 saves. That matched Adler's. The difference here, if you're talking about the goalie battle, is that Duke put one more Duke put one more shot on Cage 
than Virginia did. So technically, Ad- Adler would or uh, uh, Road would have needed 17 saves in this game to best Adler, who ended up having a slightly better save percentage with both of them put- putting up those 16 saves. You, that, that's me nitpicking goalie play, but sometimes in a game like this, you end up having to nitpick, nitpick something to find what uh, find out what ended up being the difference. The UVA defense they played well against Sowers. He scores three goals, but. They didn't give up anything off ball to him. So they kind of neutralize him in a way where off ball, they handled their business. He does torch them for three, but he doesn't pick up any helpers on there. On Duke's side, what they did well, they shot the ball well. 34.2% on the day as a team. That's not their best, but they're playing against a very good, very athletic UVA defense. They didn't have their most efficient day offensively as they turned the ball over quite a bit, but they had a good enough shooting day and they got enough opportunities in the end because they cleared the ball pretty well. Uh, that they end up winning the game. Despite UVA's crazy ride, UVA rides like nuts. That 10-man ride flustered Duke a little bit early, but they still managed overall, the Blue Devils did, to uh, clear the ball 24 of 27 times. One of them, as it was coming down to the last second to get the ball over midfield, JT Giles Harris stung one from the defensive end of the field all the way down to O'Neal on attack, who was being covered by the goalie, and O'Neal, you know, three, four steps in, scores a goal. They didn't give JT the assist on that, although I think they should have. So it'll be interesting to see post-game if they adjust that and give him an assist. Uh, Adler down the stretch, he was great in cage. He made three big saves over the course of the fourth quarter. That helped Duke get back into the game, tie things up without giving up too much to U, uh, UVA. And then he had a huge save in overtime on Dox Aitken's game-winning attempt uh, so Adler once again proved he's up to the task. He can be, he can play hero in an ACC matchup, which would probably translate to being able to play hero in an NCAA tournament game if called upon. And Duke needs that out of him. Stats for this one: Brennan O'Neill three and two, Joe Robertson two and three, including the game-winning goal and Sowers three goals, and then Duke had a bunch of one assist, one goal contributors beyond that. For UVA, Charlie Bertrand three goals, Dox Aitken three goals, Cormier and Moore two goals each. Like I said. More, I would have liked to have seen him do a little bit more off-ball in this game once it was apparent that JT Giles-Harris was covering him like a glove, but maybe that's part of the reason he went to the rack so hard is JT Giles-Harris is just as good, if not not even just as good. He's a better off-ball defender than he is an on-ball defender, so maybe that's why Moore decided this was the way that we were going to get his look. So either way, what a game, an absolute just monster of a game. It went back and forth. Both teams, you know, kept uppercutting each other, and the other guy just kept getting back up again. So great game for Duke. Both of these guys will get to rest through the weekend, I believe, now, and then get ready for their games next week. And I don't even know who they play. I don't even care who they play at this point. That I, I had to come down here and shoot this right away after because just what what a game what a game the ACC has been absolutely bonkers so far this year and these Thursday night games have been incredible incredible to watch so that's it I will be back tomorrow morning for the live stream tomorrow morning and that live stream is going to be dedicated solely to talking about the games that are going to be played uh, on Saturday so it's Friday if you're watching this it's Friday morning or Friday right now so come back Saturday morning 10 a.m youtube.com forward slash lax factor we'll do our 10 a.m live stream leading into these games for Saturday and we have Cuse Carolina uh, we have we yeah, just Cuse Carolina that's the one I care about Carolina is playing in the dome at Syracuse so that's going to be the big one for me this weekend and it's going to be a big one for lacrosse fans in general this weekend but there is a bunch of other good conference games that we'll talk about here so that is it thank you for watching Hoost is out <laughs>